Welcome to the Things Your Sensitive Ass Needed to Hear podcast, where we do exactly what it says on the tin. These are the things I wish I heard when I was younger. Things I wish were taught to me so that I can navigate my feelings. This is the permission I very much needed as a full-blown adult with a sensitive ass. Because, well, I'm actually okay with that. Because there is nothing wrong with feeling things that a little bit more deeply than most. So in this episode of the podcast, I have a very special guest. I mean, I say that all the freaking time with all my episodes, but I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, we have my cousin, Mbak Irma. Hi. Yes, I call her Mbak. <laughs> and yes, yeah, she is actually my cousin. And she happens to be someone who is basically an introduction to me to mental health because I actually just started following her on Instagram a couple years ago and I saw that she was very open with mental health and her struggles and that really inspired me to explore and dig deep dig deeper into my own mental health and she's someone who has just basically literally kick-started my healing journey i guess without even realizing and now i am super passionate about mental health as well and she is as well and so welcoming mbak irma hi <laughs> hi wow what an introduction <laughs> thank you adek i mean I, I really do genuinely mean it like you have I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago when we were, we were just like having a conversation about this podcast and um, uh-huh. you have you actually have quite a big role in like my mental health journey um, even though you weren't like you know directly involved in my journey which you kind of did at some point but yeah you have a very big um role and so that's why i wanted to bring you onto the podcast to talk about healing journey wow give me tissue (laughs) i genuinely mean all of these things that i'm saying (laughs) thank you thank you so much that means a lot (laughs) you're welcome so what was your personal entry point to your healing journey? If you're comfortable, um, would you like to share with us your story? Just a little bit to give a background to the listeners. Yeah, of course. I'd love to share my journey in healing because sometimes it's also unbelievable for me to realize where I am now because it started not long ago it was in 2017 when I had my nervous breakdown or mental breakdown or like suddenly the whole world my whole life just crumbled and 
I felt that I had no meaning and it's like um, everything that I have worked for in life just suddenly meaningless and and that was the breaking point in my life where I felt everything that I had never felt before and I felt everything that I had felt before only it was all amplified and exaggerated and then like suddenly my all aspects of life just crumbled my love life my work life <laughs> and everything and and at that time I didn't know what happened to me I thought I could handle it I thought it was just another you know life crisis because I was 34 if I'm mistaken 34 years old and I thought I was like okay I'm in the 34 30 30 crisis you know but then um, into 2018 I thought I couldn't handle it anymore like things was just getting worse and worse and I thought I didn't know where to go I didn't know what to do I didn't seem to know what to do and how to do things and I I didn't enjoy the things that I usually enjoy and everything just went black and at the time I was just hoping that I could find an answer I could find a solution to whatever I was feeling at that time and then I came across this um, website of what do you call it um, mental health tests or something like that and then I took the test and it said that I had bipolar I had major depression yeah I think that's that's it too but I took from several sources and like three out of four said that I had major depress depression and one of them uh, said that I had bipolar and so at that time like okay something is definitely wrong and I need to find help I need to find somebody that could help me because definitely I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to help myself and then you know the funny thing is that I have a friend and she has been going she has been seeing this person this therapist and so his name was familiar for me and so I thought okay I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for help from this person because he's like the only name that I knew because my friend kept telling me okay uh, this name uh, helped helped her, helped her you know and so I decided to see him and apparently then I got my diagnosis that's the point where I started to the whole journey of yeah you can say it, the whole journey of healing or reparenting myself my inner child and all those stuff fancy terms So that was how it started. How familiar with you with all these like 
mental illnesses and just about mental health in general um, when you just experience that nervous breakdown? Oh no, I had no idea. Okay. I had no idea, like zero. I didn't know what that was. Because you didn't even know what was happening to you, right? I didn't know. I didn't know what happened to me, and I didn't know. I didn't know what mental health was, or is, you know. But right now, I, I know better. But, but at the time, I've never heard such such words, such term, and so, I probably one of those people who just thought that okay if you if you can't handle your stress if you have this kind of thoughts either you're normal or you're weak or there's something with your faith you don't believe in god enough things like that or you have sinned so much that this is a punishment for you you know all those stereotypes so I was holding on to those things and 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 that was one of the things that that made me crushed even more at the time. So all of those inter, uh, external external factors, external challenges that I couldn't handle and all those thoughts that the society had planted in my mind and I believed it so <laughs> so I was crushed outside from the outside and from the inside can you imagine that mm. so how did you get to from that point of just seeing mental health as a taboo as something you know it's a weakness and stuff like that so how did you go from that point into like okay i actually need help because it takes courage right to admit that you need help and then actually doing something about it like I mean, the first step in itself is like just acknowledging that you need that help. How did you get to that point? Because I was at a time, um, I was at a point where I couldn't handle myself. I couldn't even get up. I couldn't even, I couldn't sleep. But then when I, when I, uh, when I fell asleep, I couldn't wake up. It's just, it's just too much, you know. Before, before I went to sleep, I didn't want to sleep. But then, when I woke up, I didn't want to wake up. Mm. And then when I, when I was awake, I couldn't get out of bed. It's just, oh my God, if I, if I remember how I was at the time. I know I've said this too much, too many times, but I was in the literal darkness. Like literally, my eyes couldn't see. Mm. Uh, it's like I was in a room with no lamp and outside it's twilight and you can only see like little light from the window mm. and that was just every day 24 7 and so I had to admit that I need help and I'm not I've never been a person who never admits to 
to needing help you know I'm not that kind of person so it's not that hard to admit it to myself when I was at that point mm. the question at that at the time was who to ask for help mm. that was the big question and so I had only one name that was familiar in my ear so I went to that person mm. and if you're talking about faith I, I believe in God I, I have faith in God mm. uh, in hindsight I I think I think it was it was God's way to prepare me to this path you know mm. because it's like way way before that breaking point I was already familiar with that name with that uh, therapist name so when I when the question popped in my mind okay who to ask for help and that was the only name and I'm so grateful for that because up until now he's really like a mentor to me uh, a teacher a father a partner like everything to me and then at that time when he was the only source of help for me and I was only able to stay in the dark room, couldn't get up, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't eat, couldn't do anything. My only friend was my phone. And so I scrolled the, um, I explored the uh, internet, the Instagram especially, and then I found all of these people who experienced the same. And I felt less alone, so much less alone. And I read all of those experiences in uh, posts um, about mental health, about people's struggle, those people who were so raw and honest about their journey and their, their, their struggle and experience. I even saw a lot of posts where people um, cry they cry and they they recorded it and and they said that I'm uh, I I'm posting this because I want to show you that this is what depression can do to you and like you don't have to be ashamed that if you're struggling and all those things and I thought like okay I, I was I'm not crazy I'm not alone there are people out there Maybe not just outside my window or my door or in my community or in my family or in my immediate um, relatives or immediate friends circle, in my circle. But there are people out there who are experiencing what I experience. From that point, I learned so much from them. And so if, if, you are, if you're asking me who are the... Um, people who play big role other than my therapist those people they're my heroes I don't know them they don't know me but it's like we are so connected and I feel like up until now I feel like we're in the same community it's so weird you know to imagine sometimes you don't know each other but you are connected and sometimes you know, just just seeing those posts, just feel connected. It's so weird, but it is 
what it is. I mean, and so, <laughs> I literally just said this at the start. Like, I think this is why it's so. I mean, social media can be so like bad for you and stuff, but I think this is when social media just plays such a big and profound role in our lives because I also, you know, I it it was from I explored mental health because I saw your posts. I saw that, you know, on your Instagram bio, you literally put it in your Instagram bio like you're a uh PTSD survivor and I was like, "Wow. That's I was I mean, I wasn't too familiar with mental health as I am now but honestly I was quite familiar with it because I saw like YouTubers and stuff because at the time I was like into YouTube they were talking about anxiety and depression and um well if you if you know her it it was Zoella I mean she's she was really big, big at the time she had millions of followers come again who, who is that Zoella have you heard of her <laughs> no. <laughs> she's she's just she's very big at the time which was like around 2015. Um yeah, but she started like talking about mental health and stuff and so yeah, it's like I think it's so important to be open about it if you can, right? That's what yeah. I'm trying to do anyways with my platforms is to be a little bit more open about my struggles. <laughs> Kudos to you. Yeah. Um but going back to what you were saying, first of all, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um because I can totally relate to it as well. I I mean, it's hard for me to say that oh, I know exactly how you feel. but then just from the surface i could i could totally relate to that i also had that kind of experience around the same time as i already mentioned to you which was kind of crazy um, i know yeah so actually cuz we were talking about you know seeking help which is something that i have been encouraging my friends to do to mm. kind of yeah just like talking about my therapist um in a very casual way not making it too much of a big deal because it's not mm. i mean it is but also it's not <laughs> mm. because it's just so normal yeah. and needed um but i'm sure you've you know i think we're both followers of the holistic psychologist <laughs> yeah i love her I love her too. Um but and I know you I know you've read the book. I have. Yes. I I read the book. It's amazing you have to read it. Like I think it's such a good Actually if if the listeners are listening and like what the hell are they talking about? Um it's a book called How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole Lapera. Um it's a very good like basic Honestly it's quite basic. It's just like if you're not very familiar with mental health issues reading this book will make you like open your eyes so much and like understand just why we are the way we are and like why people 
behave certain ways and you know trauma and stuff like that it's a very good like introduction to it um but anyways what do you think of this like self-healing movement like do you think you can heal yourself or like to what extent to what extent can you heal right. yourself and um because in the book uh dr nicole said she believes that we are our own um biggest healers healer we have the ability to heal ourselves but then what do you think about that to what extent can someone heal themselves right i personally believe yes and no mm-hmm. though the way the way if you're asking me like if you have um if you have common code can you can you heal yourself yes to a certain extent but then if you have it if you have common code too many times then it raises a big question right like you've got to admit to at a point a certain point you need help And I think that's the point of if you're if you're looking at it uh, from a bigger picture, I think helping each other is like one of the ways how we are designed to make connection. Which I think it's not it's not a a bad thing at all. It's not as bad as what people told us. And um what I mean is that Uh, what I what I've learned from my own journey who who heals me I would say I do heal myself mm-hmm. but then I cannot eliminate the fact that I I've been guided I've been mentored I've been taught I've been um, I've been um, accompanied by someone who knows so much so much more than 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 me and then another question would be if i am so powerful to heal myself and don't need anyone else to help me i wouldn't be at this point at the first place i wouldn't be at the breaking point at the first place to be mm. at this point in my life it shows that Yes, I am the one. We are the one who do, who does the work. I am the one who does the work. But I also need I also have to admit that what I know is so little that I need people who know so mo- so much more to tell me or to guide me and to help me understand a lot of things that that is happening in myself biologically psychologically spiritually that i don't know you know so um like you i'm also quite a quite um talkative in telling people telling my friends whoever whoever i know in my circles that i i got help you know and then uh people 
also tell me that no you are the healer for yourself you know we don't need anyone we don't need any help and so um, another friend also told me that you know the uh, the science of life the science of human the wisdom of the world is just repeated what do you call it um repeated wise words so there's nothing basically there's nothing new mm. right you're going to see the same thing over and over every day everywhere said by so many people that you can see the pattern like they're talking about the same thing if you're reading so many books about spirituality or psychology or um biology they're basically telling telling you about the same thing so why should we ask for help from people from the so-called professionals yeah well professionals are called professional for one thing for reason that's one and second they they know so much more than we do and we have to admit that and it's like how am i to say this yeah it's like if i'm asking you why do you have to go to school you can learn counting by counting the pebbles in the in backyard you can learn reading i mean your mother your parents know how to read why don't you learn from them but why do we have to go to school there are things that we need to learn from those people called teachers and that's why they are called teachers they've gone through specific journey a specific specific um process to possess certain knowledge and so that's what i would say you've got to admit that and then i read this one book it's titled blink by malcolm gladwell i know i refer to this book so many times in my posts but it's true like this is a life changing book that i would recommend to everyone to read because from this book i learned that whenever you feel like you know a lot of things well guess what you don't know or like kardashian used to say you think you know you have no idea <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially when it comes to consciousness and unconsciousness Like there's so many secrets in our unconsciousness and that is why we need people who are called professionals because they 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 know more about that. We don't know what's going on with our own brain. And there are people who study who 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 do research on our brain, on our psyche and we have to admit that The point is that we've got to admit that yes we have a capability. We have power, but we also have to admit that we are not that powerful. We are powerless, but we are also empowered. So there are there are things within our power, but we have to admit that there are things outside our power and therefore we need people who know who know more about this to help us 
to gain more power so that we can walk further, you know? I mean, it's like if people say that asking for help means you're weak, I think asking for help or getting help means you are strong enough to admit that. Yes. You are strong enough to admit that you're human, that you are empowered in your powerlessness, but you can also always learn to be more empowered every day. And therefore, we need help. We need guidance. And we just have to admit it. Yeah, because that's just like, that's just the voice of the ego, isn't it? Like, I don't need anyone. I already know everything. I can do any, everything by myself, blah, blah, blah. I was just actually, I think it was yesterday, actually. Um, someone posted on Instagram, <laughs> our favorite platform. <laughs> um, our virtual home. <laughs> yes. It was... It was actually a tarot reader um, that I follow. He said, like, right, guys, you people who think that, you know, he's like talking to people who like blame everything on the world, just like people around them or their environment and stuff like that, as if they don't have any power. Um, in their hands and that everything just happens to them and then he was saying like look you don't need anyone like you can do you can do everything by yourself you don't need any help I was like mm, I don't agree with that <laughs> because yeah again that's just the voice of the ego like I mean you already you already said this um couple minutes ago asking for help that's connection that's what connects us humans like we need each other we're social beings we have to be able to connect with other people and just be vulnerable to i don't know literally just to live and live to the fullest right and and we are um, I think getting people, I mean, allowing people to help us, uh, allowing people to play a role in our journey, whatever journey that is, healing journey, uh, finding purpose journey, whatever journey you are onto, it means that you are actually healing yourself. It's like, it's like you have a car and then your, your car breaks down. And you need to fix it. You are the one who fixes it. But you still need tools, right? You can't fix a car using only your fingers. You still need tools. And if it's any consolation, then see those people as your tool. See their knowledge as your tool to heal yourself. If you're in pain, you're in a storm. You need somebody who can see you from outside of the storm. Then you have to be able to allow them to talk to you from outside of the storm so that they can tell you, okay, you need to go left and right, things like that. You know, uh, when you mm. see in the movie, James Bond movie, 
you know, James Bond is in the building and there's got to be somebody outside of the building who tells him yeah. that okay, take the stairs on your left, take the stairs on your right or be careful there's uh, you got trouble in front of you things like that. Yeah. So see see those people, their their knowledge, their data, their theories as as a tool to help yourself. You are the doer, you are the subject. That's that's what it's called as self-healing. You are healing yourself. But it doesn't mean that you're doing it solo. You need tools. You need tools, you need you need help. Mm. Just just you need help. Yeah. And it's okay to need help. Exactly. There's literally nothing wrong with it. It's not only nothing nothing's wrong with it, but that is the right way of seeing life if i may say <laughs> because you're not living your life alone if you think you yeah. can live your life alone then you will end up in an island alone <laughs> yeah right you're not living in this earth yeah and i think why we think that help getting help is such a weakness i think that's that's one of the voice from social construct mm. social construct people society really like putting people who can do things independently without getting help on pedestal and it's it's not appropriate i think it's not appropriate to see somebody as superhuman that doesn't need anyone else that doesn't need anything any object or any people it's it's unrealistic and i think I think um, that's the voice that the people instill in your mind that you've got to be like this you've got to be a person of unreal from unreal realm <laughs> it's just unreal and I don't know maybe we've been taught that concept since very early age that we adopted so hard in our mind that it's so hard to change and so it becomes a culture because we believe it so but look look around us where does it bring you what kind of society we are in and now our generation is trying to debunk it it's trying to yeah. break break all those myths <laughs> why because it's proven it's proven for centuries that it doesn't bring us anywhere it bring us to this generation who's already have a lot of mental problems mm. we are the generation who realize and finally admits that yes we have anxiety like mm. anxiety and depression becomes a common term right now it's like common cold it's like cough mm. but it's only physically anxiety and depression i thought at the at first i thought anxiety and and depression was something special in the beginning of my healing journey i thought like special in a negative way mm. like like having cancer mm. and i thought i was like oh my god i was i've been so bad that i have that i have this anxiety and depression but then the good news is that it's common 
the good news is that it's common, you're not alone, but it's also bad news that Wow, what is wrong with our people? And what is wrong with us people? <laughs> you know, why anxiety and depression is so are so common, especially in our generation. And right now, our generation cannot take it anymore, and we are trying to speak up about it. But it should tell us something more. That it's one of them is that's okay to get help. And that is not okay not to get help and keep anxiety and depression in you untouched. So we are reversing it. That that actually sounds really powerful. Now that I feel like proud of us, <laughs> I feel really proud of us. You know, it's like it's like you said, it's something for years and years and years, something that we have just kind of put. To the side, just like sweep under the the rug, like this really big thing that is literally like taking the driver's seat, like it's holding the steering wheel, and we have to take matters into our own hands. And I guess that's that's where the self healing movement um, comes in. And I guess the self healing movement is not just. It doesn't necessarily mean that you know you can just do it alone, like you said. It's like just like that James Bond analogy is like, yes, someone someone's like guiding you where to go. Like, go to the left, go to the right. Oh, there's a, I don't know, there's someone someone on your on your right. But then yes, it is you like going through it. Like nobody else is gonna take your place. Um, in that building to get out, you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's really powerful. No, I just uh, I just see it this way that we are we are in the similar journey, but we are doing it together. You know, you you are in your path. I am in my path. But that that doesn't mean we can't holding hands. We can still like say hi from our own path and and cheer each other up. You know, like come on, you can do it. And then when I'm down, you do the same thing with me. And then yeah, we do that. I'm not saying that we're in the same the same path, but we're in the same journey. We're going through the same thing, and we can always cheer each other up. That's so beautiful. <laughs> oh, I'm like, uh. <laughs> it's kind of like um, we're not on the same boat. We're all in different boats, mm-hmm. individual boats, but we're going through the same storm, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. And we can always like, come on, Wunga, come on, <laughs> you can do it. You know, like, yeah. Don't forget that I'm here with you. Uh, <laughs> that's so aww. I mean that's so that's so heartwarming you know like yeah that we we're not going through this completely alone which was actually something that I really struggled to accept because mm. like when I was at that um, rock bottom um, moment mm-hmm. which was yeah around the same time as 
your nervous <laughs> breakdown like around 2018. Um, I remember that, you know, one of my friends, I was just like talking to her about how I feel and stuff like that. And then my friend said, you know, like, oh, you're not alone. I'm here for you. But then at the time I was like, no, you're not. Like, I'm the one who has to grow through this. Like, you can't yeah. take my place. Like, yeah, you're you're just kind of like standing there. Yes, maybe you're like holding my yeah. hands, but that doesn't really help me. Like, at the time, that's how I saw it. So sometimes it's I'm it's kind of challenging for me to sometimes I I hesitate in like telling someone that like, oh, you're not alone even though that is mm. something that is comforting to know that you're not like experiencing these things by yourself like other people are also experiencing similar things even though it's not exactly the same but yeah like even until now i'm still a bit hesitant in saying like oh you're not alone you know girl i feel you <laughs> And that is why I'm trying to be more open in my platform, in mm. my, <laughs> in my a uh, little bit openness. You know, uh, I'm I'm trying to be as open as I can in terms of my mental health journey, my mental health struggle, because you don't know who needs that power. You don't know who needs that encouragement. I always imagine myself in that dark room in 2017, 2018, when all I could see was pictures on Instagram, pictures of people crying when they had anxiety or when they were at their lowest point of depression. And at that time, they didn't speak to me directly, but it was some, what do you call it? Some, not encouragement, but there's some power in sharing those moments and exactly telling that I'm here feeling, experiencing what you're experiencing. So when people tells you that, when people tell you that you're not alone, just believe them. You're really not alone. And and I want people to believe when I'm saying you're not alone by being open to them. Like, see, this is all of my struggle. I know you're going through it as well. Maybe not exactly at this moment, but at some point in your life, if you feel it too, that's normal. So when I tell you that I feel you, I do feel you. I may not have a complete understanding of your situation because our situations are different, our stories are different, but we're going through the same shit. Mm. Sorry. No, swear all you want. <laughs> oh, it's okay? Yes. Great! <laughs> I'm a very sweary person as well. It's very hard for me not to. <laughs> so, <Awesome>. express yourself. <laughs> Be authentic. <laughs> that's true. Yes. Yeah, so, so that's, that's my point of sharing, you know. So that when people... When people hear me say, I feel you, I do feel you. Yeah. And even if I don't understand what you're going through, but I feel your pain. I've been there. Um, I've, I've been struggling too. 
even up until now I'm not saying that I'm done with that no I think life is always a work in progress there's no mastery in life and probably I'm not I'm I am now in a good good uh, mood or in a good state of mind positive state of mind but there will be times when I'll be at a low point and that would be okay you know that would be okay for me to be there that would be okay for you to be there and you know like I said before when I'm at my low point and you're at your high point you can cheer me up and I would appreciate that and vice versa we would appreciate each other's um, um, support you know whenever whenever uh, in our journey our respective journey but do you think do you, how do you feel about someone who says like oh I feel you I know what you're going through to someone who has like depression or anxiety or something like that because um, I think also at I also used to think that you know depression and anxiety is like something special special in the way that not everyone has it even though like now we're starting to discover that actually so many people have it um but then at the same time like not everyone has it not everyone who is worried all the time has anxiety or i don't know would you agree with that and like yeah just how common is it actually like can you because you know some people think that they have depression when actually they're not mm-hmm. yeah yeah there's a difference between depre- having depression and feeling depressed i mean if if you are aware enough of how you feel and you are sincere enough when you say that Um, phrases I feel you I I see you if you have that sincerity and purity in what you're saying I think I think people will believe that even though you've never been in that um, in that situation mm. before like that exact situation yeah. that exact situation or that exact point of struggle Because I have a friend, well, I've never asked this before, whether or not she has ever had depression, anxiety as disorders. I've never asked this, but um, from the look of it, I think she's quite, she's quite a mentally healthy person. But whenever she said, I feel you, Irma, I got you, I see you. I always believe her because she can really understand that other people are struggling in their own problems and she has that respect to other people and even if she doesn't understand the exact problem that I'm going through but whenever she says that 
I feel you. I understand. And and even in even when I was like in tears, she said that you are good enough. You are gold in your core. You are good enough. You've got to remember that. At that exact moment, I was thinking like, yeah, right. I'm not gold. I'm not good enough. But then moments later, I believe her because I know that she understands people's struggle and and I I can feel that that sincere and pure pure what do you call it pure intention or pure energy in the words that she's saying but you can always you can also always tell um, when people just say it because the memes say so <laughs> because the posts on Instagram say so and I still appreciate people who do that I mean that means they're trying to be a better person in responding to other people but you can always tell that no you don't really understand but I really appreciate what you're doing you know so if you're asking me Do I believe the people who say that? Yeah. I believe in their in their sincere intention. I believe in their um, sincere effort to be a better person, to give or to respond to people better than other people respond to the same situation. You know, because we're not used to, I don't know, maybe in in Western countries, probably different from Indonesia, but in Indonesia, we're not used to people saying, I feel you. Right? Whenever we say that oh, I'm I'm feeling this or I'm, I'm feeling that, I'm experiencing this and that, people will say, ah, oh, you're too, what do you call it, lebay. Mm-hmm. You're exaggerating. Yeah right it's not that bad yeah oh come on look at the bright side i was just about to say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in my generation try to say what the post on instagram say i appreciate that i appreciate the effort that they probably don't really understand don't really feel me but When they say that, I appreciate the effort, and I'm, I, I'm thankful for them. Mm. Yeah, sometimes because like now, obviously now I'm a lot more appreciative of people's support because I realize again, just realizing that I need people, you know, that I can't go yeah. through this alone. That is the end of part one of my conversation with Ma Irma. I really hope you enjoyed that first part of our conversation. We actually had to split this into two because we actually talked a lot more about other things because we initially wanted to just talk about the healing journey. 
but then we realized that it's been an hour of conversation and we haven't even talked about the actual topic that we wanted to talk about so that is actually going to be in part two where we actually talk about the points in someone's healing journey according to Mbak Irma's own experience. That is going to be a good one. So I really hope that you stay tuned. Subscribe if you enjoyed this conversation and please do share it if it resonated with you. If you think that you have a friend or just someone that you love who is who tends to struggle with asking for help, I think this is going to be a really good episode for you to share, to show to someone that it's okay to need help. There is literally nothing wrong and if anything, it is an essential part of the human experience, which Mbak Irma really explained this so well, a lot more than I could ever explain it. So just share it with someone you love you're not only spreading the love for me and Mbak Irma but I really think you know I'm not just saying this because this is my podcast but you know my mission is to spread this word because we really need to normalize this concept of sensitivity of emotions of healing because when we're all healed When we're all trying to heal and just be okay with being vulnerable, being full of emotion, we just allow ourselves to be a lot more kind to ourselves and with each other. So I really think that's why these conversations can be really impactful if we actually spread the word. So I really, really, really appreciate your support in any way. If you know me, this project means so much to me and is so essential to my own being. So yeah, I just want to give a shout out to all of you who support me and DM me with your stories and how you resonate with this. I can't tell you how much those DMs really help me. You know who you are if you've sent me a message. It really, really does mean a lot. So yeah, stay tuned for part two. And I'll see you next time. Bye.